Welcome to Out of This Niche Podcast. I'm your host, Madison Tender. This is where we take conversations to a whole new dimension in the realms of business, marketing, lifestyle, and brand building. Join me on this journey beyond the niche where conversations spark inspiration, ignite curiosity, and redefine the boundaries of what's possible. Out of This Niche is not just a podcast, it's a portal to conversations that will take you out of this world. I'm so excited you're here with me. Let's dive into the podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Out of This Niche Podcast. Let me take a sip of my poppy first before we get into this podcast episode because I need some fuel or I need some hydration because I know I'm going to be spitting some fire today. This podcast is called What the Hell Do I Post on the Internet? (laughs) Because God forbid... There's 5,000 trillion tips on what the fuck you post on the internet. And I want to give it to you straight because there is not a one size fits all strategy when it comes to content creation. I'm not going to sit here and give you a content framework with what to post because that's just not how it is, right? I need you to understand that when it comes to creating content, it's dependent on a lot of factors. One, your audience, the warmth of your audience and understanding your audience Two, your social media superpowers, what you're really good at, and what can really captivate your audience, right? At the end of the day, creating content is marketing. It produces interest with your audience. It captivates your audience. It makes them move a certain direction, like into your DMs or into the link in your bio. And it's entertaining, right? It's exciting. So I wanted to really dedicate this episode on what the fuck do I post on the internet and, you know, how to create content that's really exciting for you. Because the biggest thing I see, and a lot of my clients will come to me in this circumstance and they'll be like, I'm really tired of creating content. I'm not excited. I'm not inspired. I hate it. It's a chore. It feels like something I just check off my to-do list. And honestly, if you feel that way, it should not feel that way. I know sometimes creating content, it's going to be hard, right? You're going to have to create content sometimes. And uh, like during times when you don't feel like creating and that's completely fine and valid, that's just going to happen, right? We're not always like excited or inspired or want to create content. But most of the time you should enjoy it, right? Content produces results for your business. It gets people interested. It, you know, gets people to follow you, gets people intrigued by you. And I want to go over a few things during this episode of what do I post on the internet? And the first thing that I want to talk about is the quality of content, because I feel like a lot of people just half-ass their content. They just throw up a piece of content to check a box. And I promise you, when you start taking your time on creating good quality content, your life is going to change. Your business is going to change. And what I mean by good quality content is not like half-ass posting something that you hate, like posting something that you hate because you think it's like hits a box of the buyer's journey or it's, oh, I have to post a story today, like type vibe. The quality of work can come from the energy behind the post or the quality of content, like taking your time with the videos or going in depth with captions and not just doing these checked boxes or checked boxes. 
So when it comes to the quality of work energetically, this is really important to talk about because a lot of people, I can feel someone's energy through content. I could be like, she fucking probably hated posting that. Or, you know, that was on her content calendar to post and I know she did not want to post that. (laughs) Right? The energy and the thought process, because when you have the energy backed up with content, you maybe you go more in depth, you explain things better, you have like boss energy behind this post. It's exciting for you. You know your audience needs to hear it. It's inspired from a conversation with your audience, right? It has that energy versus this was just on my content calendar and scheduled out. I didn't like posting it. There is a different type of energy in that. And if you feel like your content is a chore, that you feel like, oh, I'm just checking a box, you need to work your creative muscle more. Creative muscle, as in like what makes you creative, going on walks, going on a date, drinking a glass of wine, working out, taking a drive down country roads. What is going to work that creative muscle every day for you, right? Secondly, when it comes to quality of work, it could be like me recording a video like this or a podcast or going a little bit more in depth in your caption or it's taking your time on your Instagram stories and adding captions so people can watch and not just turn on their sound. Or, you know, maybe it's having more organization with your sales page. Like what does quality of content look like for you? Where can you just step up the quality a little in your content, right? Taking your time, not rushing to create content. You don't like these people who post Like, I can create a post in two minutes. That's not the point. That's great. But sometimes when you take your time with creating content, it produces better results. There's people who've been doing this for years, yeah, who can snap out a piece of content in two, three, four seconds. But when other people try to do that, who don't have that creative edge yet or who just haven't practiced enough, it's almost like the feeling like they're half-assing it. Sometimes taking your time with content is what's going to be key. Okay, so what the fuck do you post on the internet? (laughs) So I don't want to do this by like a content framework and tell you exactly the steps to what to post on the internet. I want to give you broad topics of something to think about per week of what you should hit for your audience. The first thing you need to determine is the warmth of your audience and your audience in general. When is the last time that you had a conversation with one of your audience members regarding you and your products and your services and the problems that you sell? When is the last time you've had a conversation with your audience? If you don't have conversations with your audience, that is one of your main priorities is to produce content that is engaging, that creates conversations. Because the more conversations that you have with your audience, the better content you're going to produce and the better offers and programs and products you're going to produce at the end of the day. It's just like a ripple effect, right? When is the last time you had a conversation? So engaging content looks like content that produces a conversation from your audience. So this could be polls. This could be perspective shifting content, AKA um, diving into, hey, you know, you believe in this, but let me show you a different perspective. Or like, hey, you've been taught to niche down, but what if you didn't have to niche down? Or hey, you've been taught to do the paleo diet to lose weight, but what if you didn't have to cut out dairy? Perspective shifting content is going to be engaging. It's going to spark conversations. What is your what has your ideal customer been doing? 
or believed? And how can you provide a different perspective based off the problems that you solve in your business and your content? Perspective shifting content is going to be a really engaging form of content that I think should be implemented at least one to two times a week. And is a great way to sell your offers as well. It's a great way to introduce um, an offer story sequence on Instagram stories. It's a great um, to make a post about. It's a great subject line and email subject, right? Perspective shifting content. This is what's going to be engaging. Instagram polls, quizzes, et cetera. That's really great engaging content, being able to see the warmth of your audience through stories. So being able to put up polls, quizzes, digging deep into, you know, what is your audience's current reality? What are they looking to learn? Um, You know, what results do they want to see? What do they really want? And to anyone who tells you, don't ask your audience what they want to hear, you know, what they want to learn, run because what the fuck is that advice? (laughs) I do it all the time. I've done it, done it for years and my business has been fine. (laughs) Um, I always am asking my audience where they're at. What do they want to learn? Um, what email do they like better? Um, what do they want to learn from a podcast episode? What type of post do they want to see today? Like I am engaging with my audience to see what they want, to see what they know, because yes, I'm creating for myself, but I am creating for my audience as well. Right. This is fine. To anyone who says that run, I, I don't think it's great advice at all. So that's my spiel. Ask, ask, and you will get something that you can respond to, especially if you're a manifesting generator, especially if you're a manifesting generator. My strategy is to respond, and I love when people ask me questions or let me know what they want. It gives me so many ideas to really run with. I think it's amazing. So engaging content, perspective shifting content, you have content that you know sparks conversation, polls, quizzes, all of that to be able to implement for engaging content. Um, another form of engaging content, if you feel like you need to have more conversations is storytelling and vulnerability, digging deep into who you are, what your story is, any transparency you can provide with your audience, any challenges that you've faced and how you've overcome it, anything that you can create that tells a story that creates that emotional bond with your audience. What this emotional bond is going to do is it's going to make your audience feel related to you. They're going to be starting to ask questions, wanting to watch you more, wanting to engage with you more because they're like, hey, she's gone through the same thing or she went through the same thing I'm currently going through. Or, you know, she saw results that I want to see too. Or like, hey, me and her are struggling with something similar and that's okay. So this content can be like, you know, your brand story, how you went from this to this. It could be lessons that you've learned. It could be challenges that you've, uh, one specific challenge that you face and how you overcame it. It could be celebrating an accomplishment accomplishment and, you know, how hard you worked for it and what that worked looked like. Creating engaging content through stories is going to be powerful. They say facts tell, stories sell. Stories is one of the most important um, content topics that you can produce. I love telling stories at least weekly. I think that's a really great rule of thumb. So you have your audience, maybe they need more engagement. They need more conversation. You need to create more conversations and from you. So that's belief shifting content, storytelling, and asking them, being able to start the conversations with them. Okay. 
that's based off if your audience needs more engaging in conversations. Now, if you feel like your audience is engaged with you, they're really like talking to you, they're messaging you a lot, but you seem that they're not converting, right? They're just like, they're not converting at all. You're like, I don't know what to post to get conversions or to get them to actually pull the plug and move into a program with me. These are the type of content that I would really focus on posting. And I know this may seem controversial, micro-education. I would show them that I'm that fucking bitch when it comes to the problem that I solve, right? I would create educational content so good, they're fucking pulling their hair out because they're like, this woman is a genius. I love it, right? I would, I would pretend I'm creating that post for a paid client. I would step into the energy of creating that post for a paid client. Yes, of course, you're getting this for free. You're fucking welcome. Type energy, right? Very important. I know it's controversial, but the reason a lot of people's educational content doesn't convert is because it's not niche specific. It's overwhelming. It's vague. It's fucking boring, right? That's why the educational content does not convert. Um, You can make educational content so good. We see it all the time. These profiles are blowing up from educational content and carousels that are so good, it gets me, it gets me intrigued. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm following you. That's so good. I mean, it's just proof in the pudding right there. Um, so educational content, I would really create a few times a week post that really solve a problem for my ideal customer. I would take a conversation that I was having in the DMs, create a post on it. Take a conversation I'm having with a client, create a post on it. That's kind of the gif that I would do. So kind of tapping into that really great educational piece of content. I would still create belief shifting content. I think that's huge um, of kind of shifting perspectives. I would then create more content around my methods, my unique approaches, and my beliefs around the industry. Um, It's kind of stepping into creating from a personal brand. I would create uh, content around my beliefs, what I believe. Like, for example, I did a podcast episode a few weeks ago on your personal brand cheat sheet, and I talked about power statements. I would tap into those, like, you don't need to niche down, or you don't need to be an expert at one thing. I would start creating content around my beliefs more and my unique approaches and perspectives. So using I more in my content. Here's what I believe about this, or here's something that you can implement that I did too, or, you know, here's what I'm working through right now. I would start to use I in my content more and post and stories. This provides my perspective and approaches on certain things when it comes to the industry. And I would really tap into my methods and concepts of the offer that I'm trying to sell. So like, you know, why this method, why this concept, why this framework, why it works, how it will like kind of solve the problem that you have now, how it's the solution to what, you know, you've been doing that's not working, really kind of tapping into that as well, mostly on stories, on my feed, et cetera. So if you have an engaging audience and they're not converting educational content, belief shifting content, personal brand driven content, using I more in your content, really tapping into that because to create engaging content, to create conversations, we want to tell more stories. We want to shift beliefs. We want to position us and awareness around our story and um, really shift beliefs or perspectives for our audience and still kind of tap into the personal brand too. But if we have a really engaging audience and they're not converting, we need to build more trust, position us 
as the credible source, tap into more personal brand related stuff, um, like beliefs, unique approaches, unique uh, perspectives and beliefs and like perspective shifting content. Um, and obviously you can balance this with what you currently create. Like that's kind of what I do. I make sure I hit like all of these points at least once a week, depending on where I feel like my audience is at, because your audience can change, you know, before you launch an offer, your audience might be super engaging. You're like, I have this content on lock, but after the launch, you're wanting to rewarm up the audience. Maybe you kind of step into creating more engaging content, more visibility driven content, et cetera. Which moves me to my next point. If you feel like your audience is dry, like you feel like you are talking to the same people, you feel like the same people are watching you, you feel like it's just the same people buying and watching your stories, you need to grow your audience. And I know that a lot of people are like, it doesn't matter about followers. You don't need to grow your audience. But visibility is one of the most important things you can do as an online business owner. And I'm not saying focus on the followers, grow your audience. I'm saying focus on getting the right eyeballs on your brand. Um, this is one of the most important things I think is, is so crucial because what we're doing when we're creating content that's like, you don't need to grow your following. You just need to focus on your current followers, which is important. You should understand how to market and sell to your current audience. But when we're saying don't grow, people aren't focusing on visibility. And then they get stuck in this position where they're like, the same people are buying from me. The same people watch my content. The same people interact with my stuff. I'm not growing. And then we have to rework the visibility strategy because they've just been nurturing so long, they have no visibility. It's important to nurture your current audience and grow, right? You have the visibility content, you have the nurture type, I'm talking to my current audience type content. So if you feel like your audience is dry and you really wanna grow, you can tap into visibility content. So visibility content is content that speaks to a colder audience, to an audience that doesn't know you at all, right? And I like to tell my clients to use two different types of content to really work on visibility, whether that's being on a podcast episode, whether that's doing a reel, whether that's doing a TikTok, whatever it is. You can connect with someone emotionally and they'll follow you, or you can connect with someone belief-driven and they'll follow you. What is going to stop someone in their foot tracks and be like, oh, wow, I love this woman so much, or scrolling on TikTok or their reels. Oh yeah, I need that. I love this woman. What is going to do that? It's probably not going to be like three tips to do this, <laughs> right? It's going to be a story that captures your attention. Like, you know, I went from this to this, or, you know, I had this challenge and I overcame this, or, you know, I went from this to having this, a very story centric, um, piece of content, something that connects emotionally. And it's not just like, I went from $0 to a million and giving no concept. That's not the, that's not like an emotional connection. It can be something like, you know, I went from really struggling with this, waking up every day, feeling like this, really, you know, contemplating this to having this, this, and this, you know, read the blog to see more or see the caption for more, right? See the caption on my in-depth story, right? It's something that's going to emotionally connect with your audience. And then you have the other end of the spectrum that someone's, that's going to really stop someone on their tracks. This could be like a really belief-driven post, an opinionated post, um, perspective shifting, right? Like you are the niche. That would probably stop someone on their tracks. Or, um, 
I remember I followed, started following this girl because she created the reel, a reel that was like, you know, you're not breaking out because of your skincare. It's you're breaking out because you eat too much dairy. And I was like, bombastic side eye. That was, that's me. Um, so I followed her. I was like, that's a great piece of visibility content. Um, you know, what does your ideal customer believe and what can you provide a new perspective on? You know, what is a belief that you have an opinion, right? That's going to be great visibility content as well. That's what works on TikTok really well as well. Like something that's like a really strong, um, hook. I'm not saying the hook is the most important part of a post. Absolutely not. You got to come with the juice behind it, but something that's really going to capture someone's attention. So that's really what to step into. If you feel like your audience is dry. Um, now, I think visibility content is important to do every single week in some way, but some people like to, you know, focus on visibility content more like a few times a week, like after a launch or like while they're building their email list or really ramping up before a launch. But I think visibility content, especially if you're on evergreen is something that's important to implement a few times a week. Um, especially if you have evergreen. So you have a dry audience tap more into visibility content. You have an audience that needs engaging in conversation. Tap a lot into belief shifting content, to asking your audience, to storytelling content. You have an audience that's super engaging and not converting. Tap into really educational content, belief shifting, personal brand driven content, aka sharing your beliefs, tapping into your unique approaches and perspectives. And that should be a really great starting point um, to kind of boost that creativity from you. Now, this is not something you have to do. These are just small things that you can think about implementing here and there um, throughout your content to make things more fun and to kind of get understand where your audience is at when it comes to creating content. Because your audience is very important. They're there watching you. They're part of your community. They're part of your brand. But oftentimes we create like way over their head or we don't speak to the messaging that they say or, you know, they're, we're just not talking to them. And you know, the more that you talk to your audience, that's the more you're going to create content. So just have more conversations, understand where they're coming from, create more engaging content and have fun with it. What are your social media superpowers? Are you so good at writing? Like so good at copy? Tap into that in your post. Maybe you're so good at copy and writing and you're doing all of these reels and you just hate it, then fucking don't do it. Tap into carousels and writings and blogs. Maybe you're doing all of these carousels and you fucking hate it. You're so good at video. Stop with the carousels. Do more video. Do more long form content. You got to tap into your social media superpowers. I know a lot of people say diversify the types of content or the delivery of the content, but sometimes you have to stick to what you're good at. That's what's going to attract people. That's what's going to humanize. That's what's going to energetically feel best to you. So I hope this helped and I'll see you guys soon.